What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Gus Watch in the Watch series. Uh, I am Sir Aaron Carter, and I am here with... Am I supposed to introduce what? myself? I mean, I thought wow. you would, would you do a better job. You are leading this. You are leading okay. this. I have led the last two series. This one's all you. I'm just here okay. along for the ride. She's here with me, Emma Skies. That's me. That is you and her <laughs> stomach. Don't, so. Look, I ate very quickly, okay? Don't make uh -huh. fun of my stomach growling. Uh-huh. Uh, and we're going to be doing this series on uh, Netflix's new, not original show based off of a DC Vertigo comic called Sweet Tooth. I've read the full comic uh, and the extra comic that's on called The Return of Sweet Tooth, which the show I don't believe we'll touch on at all. So Sweet um, Tooth disappears? No. The, it's Sweet like, think, think of Star Wars and Star Wars The Old Republic. You okay. know how they're set thousands of years apart yeah. that's that's how they kind of try to do it this but it's not thousands return of years. thousands of years later see now you're just putting ideas in my head no sweet tooth doesn't return thousands of years later if no. you just not said we would not have this problem but now i have ideas i had no ideas before this other than fan uh fun family quirky comedy no because okay that's what so, netflix says so right off the rip netflix is wrong um and what's I haven't we both have not seen it okay so let's let's start there we both haven't seen the series yet we're going to be watching it in a second here but I sent to Emma because she did the same things that I did which was not see like the the trailer and then mute the words and stuff like that but apparently somebody uh saw like the first second of it so I mean I feel okay. like I did a little bit more work whenever I was doing stuff. No, because you, know, you definitely saw the Grisha fight. You saw the fight. I saw on the a Grisha. white man. I told you I saw and a white man. And you saw the fight on the skiff. All right. Don't come for I me. Told you I told you I saw a white man. That doesn't make any sense. So anyway, um, but they're marketing this as kind of like a fantasy, uh, happy-go-lucky uh, comic movie and our series. And I don't. I don't uh, I don't recall that many <laughs> happy things in the comic book. And what's crazy is the show or the um the comic book creator he co-signs on this cuz he was in a little interview well, with Robert Downey. Of course he does. Jr. He wants it to do well. Yeah, but we're going to see. I don't want to I don't want to judge how the author it. feels yes. about it until like 10 years down the road when they're out of contracts, they don't have to worry about this movie selling well. 10 years later you find out how they really felt about it. But that's I feel like you should feel about it the same way you felt about it while you were creating it. So if you hated it, then you should have been like, eh, and you should have showed less interest in how good the story is. Because I mean, no, I, but I they feel want like... it to sell, Aaron. They want it to sell. It doesn't matter if he hates it; he needs to promote it so it does well. He makes money. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm gonna say this because the creator um, of a manga called bleach lost interest like i don't know halfway through and you can tell in his work because it suffered and he didn't care it was a very popular manga like it sold a lot and the company wanted him to sell more but he just he was like i don't i don't care so you can tell in the work that it suffered it doesn't look like that in this but in was this it gonna book. sell regardless probably because people yeah, ate it up exactly i'm I'm just he didn't saying. have to care anymore. 
I'm just saying. So, okay. So from the little that you have seen, what do you surmise that Dear this is child. going to be about? Okay. That's all I know. There's a baby <laughs> and it's got deer shit on its face. Uh, and Not like, it's actual, got literal. It's got deer markings on its face. <laughs> and I saw the, the comic book cover with the kid that clearly has antlers. That's it. All I know is there's a child with antlers. That's that's what keeps coming up. And that its name is Sweet Tooth. His. Okay. Well, I don't know that yet. I mean, yeah, you do. Because well, there are no now. female no no female deers. We all know that. Wow. Yeah, they're all so this just, is two in all... a row where we've walked in only knowing about antlers. You only knew about antlers for Shadow and Bone. But I feel like the antlers didn't matter in Shadow and Bone. No. I mean, yeah, but yeah. not like story plot wise. They didn't, they didn't matter at all. They didn't matter at all. Don't give me um, Anyway, anyway, are we gonna go watch the show? Yeah, let's let's go watch the show. I'm excited. It's our first comic book show that we're gonna be watching. So I'm first one you get to lead. I don't have to take notes. I don't have to start a discussion. I just get to you're, be here and respond to things. It's great. You're so so excited for that to be I don't know. Lazy? Is that what yep. it is? Do you, yeah. are you okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna go watch it and we'll be back uh in just a moment. Okay, and we're back after uh watching the very first episode of Sweet Tooth called Out of the Deep Woods. And I think that's a metaphor for how far away they want to get from the actual <laughs> source material. You don't think this like Fan, fa I keep saying fan family, fun family, yeah, fan family, fan family, fun family comedy is going to be. This is clearly comedy, be a buddy comedy, no. a road trip no. buddy a, comedy. Oh, okay, yeah, yes, this that's, is a buddy road trip comedy. That's what I'm calling. So we start off with a lot of, and I actually like this. They did exposition because, like, this is stuff you just read about kind of later in yeah. the in the comic book. But they they started off. So the world is going through um, a massive pandemic where people are getting sick. Um, they did a I wonder visual what that's thing. Like, you know, well, ex that's no why idea. I was that's why I was a little uh, worried they were going to try to delay this because the what they call in the comic book they call it the sickness. But for some reason in in this it's the H five G nine. Yeah, they I don't know what that reference is to because that's never said in the. Come, it's just called the sickness. They had to make it everybody. Sound okay, but like we're going, and you know, if you're uh, alive today, we're going through a pandemic. Jesus, it's, <laughs> so it's like if COVID hasn't killed you. So I'm like, okay, are they gonna maybe hold this back? Because I heard that they held back a storyline um, about a sickness in um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier um, that they rewrote because mm. of the pandemic. So cowards. You start off with uh Dr. Singh, I believe. Did um, we ever get his name? I think it was written on something. Oh. That's why. Um and he's kind of dealing with the first few patients. Uh and that's interspliced in between you seeing um uh, a man and a baby go through the uh, Yellowstone National Park. It's Will Forte, uh, which is our first indication that this is clearly a comedy. Ex exactly. It's Will Forte. And, well, first of all, they're not in the Yellowstone National Park. They're somewhere in the comics. They're supposed to be in Nebraska. 
they're in the middle of the wilderness in Nebraska. That's that's pretty much what it is. Okay. Uh, because you know there's nothing there in Nebraska, so you might as well just hide out there, right? True. Nobody cares um, about Nebraska. You see the world deteriorate and fall apart um, because of this this sickness that's going around. In the comic books, you get none of that until later, until like flashbacks. So I'm glad that they kind of set it up, I guess, for you. Um, it's, I, like in the comics, they just start with, you know, Gus and his dad. That's what they do. So... I got to say the weird part is, and you and I both reacted to it because this is, you see this in every pandemic movie. Every time there's like a pandemic, there's a sickness, there's a whatever. There's that inevitable scene of like the military's there and there's cops Mm -hmm. everywhere and there's fires. And I was like, what happened? Because clearly it's not just that there's a pandemic because we just did this and it doesn't look like that everywhere because of the pandemic. What the are, fuck are is you going saying, on in this suburban ass neighborhood? Are you saying you didn't see helicopters smash into each other in mid sky? Not in my suburban neighborhood. I oh, don't know where well, they live. I guess but... we lived in two different spots because they were crashing all the time where I was living. <laughs> and like, I like, I was so like, I needed to know what catalyzed that. I was like, clearly something has happened because it's all happening at the same time. What's going on in your neighborhood? Well, they were they had a, like blasted on the horns talking about this curfew, get in. Uh, and then if you're showing sickness, they were taking people. Um, so they had like the military with hazmat suits and stuff like that. I don't think it ever gets like that where they're kidnapping people. I mean, to... not here. Didn't they do that in uh, they were doing that in China for a while, weren't they? They were going door to door and checking people. I don't know what goes on in China, like uh, with the pandemic that is. I don't, I don't know. Um, But what they're not kind of showing, and I don't know if I want to, I guess I could say You see my dilemma now that we have you in my seat and me in your seat, and you're like, are they going to say it, and I don't want to bring it up? Are they not going to say it? They do say it in this first episode. They do say it in this first episode later on. They talk about um, the character Gus, who Mm -hmm. is the, 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 you know, titular character in this whole thing. Um, they say he looks older than everybody than the other yeah, ones. Yeah, they say he looks bigger. Yeah, he looks bigger than the other ones. So it, it's not really explained through the beginning that um, that Gus is a little older. I don't think okay, that. Yeah, so it's he nothing. Was born it's nothing pre-virus. Is that what they're kind yeah, of getting at? Yeah, but they were they're they're explaining while they're doing all this um, exposition or showing all this exposition that nobody knows where the virus came from. Did it and come like, from? It's a chicken and egg thing. Yeah. Like what came first? Now they, they play with that idea in the comic books, of course, too. And it goes into the psyche of, you know, people, you know, paranoid and stuff like that. Of course, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on. Um, but it, it's, it's kind of more of a background thing. So it never, I don't I don't I don't believe it really comes into play. Yeah, not that I can think of. I don't think it ever comes really into play. Okay. But um so Dr. Singh finally, you know, he he his daughter, I think. His wife, wife. this is a whole it's a whole new character. This person <laughs> is not in there. It's his a whole wife. new character. His wife You mean his daughter? Gets, Get sick because I mean they had a picture of each other and they were just like the picture looked like any old dad and uh, daughter combo just going out on a hike. Different in ages. 
I didn't say they looked that different in ages, but I'm just saying they the pictures that were shown of these two didn't look like they were anything uh I don't know, like romantically involved with each other. You're terrible. Obviously as well. Yeah. Yeah, it did say Dr. Singh on his name tag. See? Yeah. So I have the video up too in the in the background. Um so yeah, he finds out that his wife is sick. And of course, when it's your own personal, you know, loved one, you go above and beyond. So suddenly all the, the rules hospital. are out. Ex- exactly. Exactly. You know, he is and apparently, shoving people at the hospital out of the way. And apparently they just letting them too. Yeah, like, nobody stopped him. Nobody stopped him. And we know how it's okay, so they show for a brief second too, because they're splicing back and forth quick between the dad. Um, running through the forest and Dr. Singh trying to do what he can, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a there's a scene where they, they show the dad with a TV hooked up to a battery and you see the um, the president, I'm guessing, because he looks like he's, you know, in some type of thing. He's talking about the death toll has reached over a million worldwide uh, and rising. But then the dad decides to bury the TV. So for, you know... Whatever it's reason, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor, Aaron. So let He's me burying your... the outside world. So, so because I want to get to this part. This is a gigantic major scene. So, when Doctor Singh finally gets, I guess, a second to himself, a nurse comes and asks him if if he's a doctor. Which, okay, why are you asking? You you should know this. Um, and he's like, yeah. And then she's like, it just started. Let's go. You know, something's happened. So they go back to some area of the hospital and then like pull back a curtain and it's revealed that one of the nurses is holding a dog boy and then he starts to look all around and there's animal children everywhere there's like an armadillo kid there's a bird kid like just there's a porcupine kid which immediately made a, me go ow that poor that's one. gotta hurt yes that's, i was like um, we have logistical questions with some of these so I'll tell you now, they never explain how the births happen Jesus or Jesus they just Christ. say that that they happen. Um, and the thing is, they 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 start naming them. And I'm guessing they just do that for the show, because in the comic books, they they don't really they don't really have like a straight name for the, the hybrid kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just kind of they're just kids with you know, they're freaks basically sometimes they're wow. you know so they don't call them hybrids. that's what they they call them like once but it's not like the overall name for them got it like that's just it i just had a question so, about how many in the middle of this pandemic how big is their maternity ward that that many children had just been born right then hey you got to think about COVID. if we were on lockdown for a long time people were people were getting it on you know? But then, so then that, that's a huge maternity award. I just had questions about a, that. How big is this hospital? A huge, it's it's a hey, you know, sick people are gonna make children. Apparently. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, Dad gets extremely lucky in the in the Yellowstone National Park and finds basically a full blown house, like a perfectly uh, functioning insulated. Yes, house. like like he has to do minor home and garden you know tutorial stuff on real fast and he makes it into a full-blown cabin deep into the woods in yellowstone park in the in the comic books he basically builds a cabin in the woods so and it's nothing special it's nowhere near this nice disney in the forest birds (laughs) land on your hand house no it is just four walls 
a table, some chairs, and a bunk bed, by the way. They sleep yes. on a bunk bed. They do. Dad sleeps on the bottom. Dad sleeps on the, uh, our, uh, Gus, the kid with antlers, sleeps on the top. Um, I was really already hoping we the- were going to go into the like conspiracy theory of uh, cannibals in the forests. So, <laughs> to, so, in the comic books, the dad is a... Cannibal? crazy conspiracy theorist you could like, you could tell from the way he told that story i was like oh he's one of those people he's but he's like super like he's super religious like he's super, the world is on fire yeah he is full-blown and he puts the fear into to gus is how he keeps him safe in that woods mm-hmm. like he cares for gus a lot and and like you you see that but like don't get it twisted you know everybody outside uh, this cabin in that world is sinners. And that's how he tells Gus. And that's what Gus treats people like. So like whenever, like, like later on when you see the little quick montage of Gus using his, um, his, um, uh, what do you call this thing? Slingshot. He uses his slingshot. He like, when he aims at things, he's like sinner, sinner, right? Wow. This is, this is what he does because of his dad. You got to think he's only been there with his father from birth. Mm-hmm. That's it. He doesn't know anything else in the world. Um, but the montage crap where they got him like fishing with pop and reading <laughs> books with pop and everything is bright and sunny. He's got like light colored clothes on. And Look, between the dad- soundtrack, the color palette. And like the overall aesthetic, this is like a very indie uh, feel we got going here. It's going to be nice but it's and comforting an indie, and fun. It's an indie comic. And like, it's a gritty comic too. So mm-hmm. like in the comic book, they're both dirty, right? Obviously. Like they like they don't wash their clothes, it seems. Even though they do, you know, it just, they, they're drawn that way. In this, they could be... The summer catalog for Amrakambie or something My like that. My first thought, uh, they had that scene where they were like playing in the rain and it shows them jumping the puddles and the dad is clearly wearing brand new rain. Yes. Yes. And I where, was thinking they, the whole time, I was like, where are you getting all your clothes? Because like your kid is growing. So he yes. has to have new clothes all the time. You have to have new Correct. shoes. The only thing I was like, he's wearing clearly some sort of crocheted cardigan. And I was like, okay, maybe dad made that. But the rest of your clothes? No. <laughs> So I they they never distinctly say you just kind of see in the comic books like they have patches on their clothes and mm-hmm. so you know the dad's probably fixing that stuff up, uh, but Gus doesn't have shoes in the comics he doesn't okay. he doesn't wear shoes he's just barefoot the whole time that's fair um and but the thing that they did I'll say they did get right is his actually no I don't think in the in the show at all he doesn't really teach him how to do anything do they uh no he yes yeah no in the comics he teaches him everything like he he teaches him how to survive because it is it's it's dire that he stays in in the um in in that enclosed yeah like do not go beyond that fence because there are there's evil out there you know you know Mm -hmm. the the whole brimstone and yeah (laughs) like it's he he burns that into his mind but this, yeah, no, Will Forte does not do that. And I, I should have known, I should have known with with the uh, casting of Will Forte that he wasn't ready for that type of 
You know what? He's like, role. you know, Bill Hader did Barry. He had his serious role. Oh, how dare funny. you say this is anything close to a he's, Barry type he's role? Going, he was like, if Bill Hader can do it, I can do it. And you know what? He can. Wow. I thought he did great. Okay. He was, he was fine. Like, I don't dislike it. I just kind of wish they stayed close. So you can see kind of this. Like, he has a very exploratory personality gus mm -hmm. the, the little boy you can see him exploring the 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 fields he like he even goes to the edge of the field and stuff like that or the the forest and stuff like that in the comics he doesn't have that freedom yet like in the beginning like he's like it, it, it's you know his dad is like no boy you don't go anywhere um so there's a scene where they, you know, pass all the montage where the dad gives Gus a bath and he's kind of explaining to him the world. That's when um, you catch on that he's a big-ass conspiracy theorist. The way that he explains yeah. everything, he's like, well, it was run by bad people uh, and then yeah. they got what they deserved and they all needed it and then now there's just fire out there and there's still bad people. I was like, okay, you're a conspiracy so theorist. Like, I get that. That's from the comic, yeah. yeah. So they got that from the comic. There was bad people in the world. They got what they deserved. He says Mother Nature yeah gave them what they deserve in the comic books it's god gave them what they deserves he burned them all that's that's what he's but he doesn't really doesn't really say the sickness or whatever he he just says it's fire they, it bothers you know. me that they keep calling it the sick that's what they do in the comic i hate that yeah everybody gets the sick like sickness illness no what the fuck is the, the sick. sick that's the dumbest thing yeah. i hate that. everybody gets the sick Interesting you know, you, visual you, you, choice to have him like with like the smoke hallucinations. So in the comics, he gets hallucinations like that. So I think that's a nod like to the comic books. Yeah, they're just dreams. They're mm -hmm. just dreams in the comics. Like they're not premonitions really. Um, but he has very vivid like dreams about certain things that are like metaphors for stuff that, you know, are in his life and everything like that. But he gets very, very um very clear dreams that are like that so i liked how they did that where he's in the bath and he actually like visually sees these things play out as his Can't dad relate. is talking to him okay yeah because yeah, right, <laughs> my condition your mythical condition that's right wow yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't so, laugh my disability uh, aaron it's 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 not a disability it's not a disability <laughs> at all uh so uh gus gets a little more questiony as kids do you know like, uh, there's a scene where Gus is, like, out. Hold on. Was it before? Did I write this before? I think it happens right after the bath scene. No, it doesn't. Okay, so during the bath scene, Gus gets a little questiony about his, his, uh, his, his dear mom. parentage. Yes. And it's, it's not, there's no, there's no dear mom. Dear mom. He, he's putting one and one together like audiences might like well if there's a deer hit kid and there's a guy clearly it's the guy the had sex with a deer conclusion to come to i didn't say that anybody had sex with the deer i don't know what kind of biological weirdness is going on here wow immaculate so, conception the man's religious I, not in this he ain't so <laughs> so in the comics gus already knows his his mom is dead she's buried in the backyard like there's no there's no he doesn't lie to his son about like in um, their, their cabin in the woods backyard 
Yes. Oh, there is a okay. there is a there's a cross in the backyard and a lump and he knows that's mama. Like that's it. Um they never give her a name. They never give her a picture. The sexism. She's just she's just in the backyard already. It is it's explained that she in the comic books that she caught the sick quicker than a lot of people. And and she died real fast. So clearly we're going to spend the whole show looking for mom in Colorado only to arrive and find that she's dead. I if they bring this woman back for some <laughs> strange reason, I don't I don't know what we're doing then. I don't know where we're going. Thank you for the spoiler. In but it's it's not a spoiler because I don't know. Wow. Like it, it's it's a thing where like I said in the book she's you. gone already. She's gone already. So he's all this burying things like the dad does, buries like this box of stuff in the woods. No, no. I hate that don't. trope, too, of like having the lockbox full of memories that you hide from your child for like literally no good reason. There's absolutely no reason not to be like, this was your mom. That answers the question There's immediately. It, the question it never comes curiosity. up again. Like, yeah, that's how you answer it. That was stupid. I hate that trope. So. There's there's something else that the father does um, that I'm surprised they haven't haven't nodded to yet. We'll see. We'll see. It might be okay. it might be a later thing. It might be a later thing. So when Gus gets a little curious after he sees the deer like way out there, his his dad snatches him back and is like, "You do not go, you know, anywhere." Like, he didn't what take are you a doing? Step. He took the Samwise Gamgee step past the fence line. And found out that, hey, it's not all fire out there. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's pretty the same so far. So they do that. That's, that, was, that was one for one for the, um, from the comic. He takes that same, like, hesitant step and puts his foot down. Is like, oh, crap, this is, this is just earth. <laughs> There's nothing crazy here. So they, I'm glad they kept that little thing because it's, it's a step towards a, a longer journey, which is, which is, you know, a good thing. Um. This random person shows up yelling for Sarah. I don't I don't know what that is. Nobody <laughs> nobody is just a like tension. and then he, you got to add a little tension. You just need it. I feel like they probably just needed a little conflict or tension in the middle so it didn't lull. Cuz if it was just flat nothing like just them two up until the big tension at the end like they just needed to break it up a little bit. I, I guess and give I can you a tell little bit you of an idea because like you can tell that 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 guy is that guy's off his rocker. Like there's something going on with the people out there. Well, that dude was so the guy that that find that finds them and he's talking to him. You can tell he's kind of like some type of hunter or some yeah. type of because he's he marks the outer fence where Gus and his dad are because he knows something's up there. He did. He never gets to actually see Gus, but. There's Somehow, in like there. the two seconds that Will Forte looks away, the man places like seventeen markers. Yes, he does. That is crazy as well. In the in the first shot, that yeah, yes, he places all these markers on the fence, and I was like, because when I saw just the one, I was like, okay, maybe he could have yeah. quickly put it on there and ran away. But then they pan out, and it's like, how did he put seventeen on the fence <laughs> that fast? Come and on, disappear. and disappear, and disappeared. Yes, so. The guy eventually comes back, um, and Will dude? Forte. N- n- no, well, they don't oh, say. Yeah, yeah, so no, no, somebody comes back. Yeah, somebody comes back because something is there. You know, he you know he marked it for a reason. 
So Gus's dad has a little hiding spot for him inside the cabin under the stairs. Don't know where that's from. Have no idea where that's from either. There, there's no hiding spot like that for for Gus. And then uh, uh, Gus's dad takes out a a little box, little uh, chemical little box there, box. a little biohazard box, and he he uh, puts a little uh, makeshift I don't know like spear or something together. Yeah, he like attaches it to the end of the broom he was using to pretend it was a gun, and I was like, oh, he's got some sort of like sample of the sickness, and that he's gonna jab the guy with that. Hmm, was where I was going. Yeah, and then clearly yeah, so, had it turned on him. So he uh, he makes that spear, and uh, he goes out with the the vial of whatever's in there, and uh, Gus is hiding, and a uh, a little deer comes into the um to the picture <laughs> makes his way to the house all i can think about are the videos of like deer getting stuck in stores <laughs> so yes when they can't get out they start and they just out. panic and they just <laughs> knock over everything they just destroy everything so the deer seems friendly though when gus approaches it until you hear the dad and some other person kind of um have like a rumble out in the, in the forest and the deer freaks out and crashes through the window. Um, we never saw that so, window again. No, never saw if, if know, anybody fixed it. I wanted to see if going to fix it. Oh, I forgot to say, while Gus is in hiding, he's knocking back, you know, shots of syrup all of a sudden. Whiskey. I don't know where that, yeah, it looks like it's in a whiskey bottle. <laughs> it does look like it's in a whiskey bottle. Hitting the sauce. So, I, don't, I don't know why... I mean, I guess they're really trying to put, you know. Because he has a sweet tooth, Aaron. Get out of here. That's not. Well, like his dad told him to. So, like, clearly it was something his dad told him to do. Keep your sugar up? Is that what he did? He was like, yeah, make sure you're drinking your syrup. And so he's got type 1 diabetes, and those were insulin shots that his dad took. Is that. Okay. Uh, Dad comes back, and lo and behold, dad's not a fighter. So he's injured. Um, but he, he keeps saying, he he keeps saying, I think he is, I think he is, um, cause they, the dad's not saying certain things that I'm thinking they're going to have other characters say later on in the season. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm, I think he, cause like, you don't, (sighs) you good. No, I'm good. I just there's 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 kind of a couple of points that are left out so far. Like so far, what we've seen is the first um, comic book. Mm-hmm. Like this whole thing is literally just the first comic book with some additions, of course. Um, but Dad comes back injured, and then you find out that Dad has the sick. Oh no, yes. his 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 pinky is is vibrating really fast. That's that's out of nowhere too, because that's not a symptom. They show in the comic books. An easy I think they needed one. It was weird that like muscle twitches and muscle spasms being a symptom is totally believable, but the fact that it manifests in everybody in the pinky is bizarre. Yes, and like if you're not watching it, and for some reason you're just listening to our podcast, it's literally like the Flash moving his yeah. pinky as fast as possible for some reason because they have to make you realize that it's like not a nervous tick, like it's something their body is not doing on its own. So they have to make it super fast. Yeah. So the dad is sick. It kind of plays out the same in the comic book. The dad gets the sick. Um, 
and he just but the only difference is this dad will forte pretty much keeps his sanity the whole time when the dad in the comic book gets six he gets crazier and he just starts (laughs) spouting off whatever in his sleep and and then he withers away basically in his bed sometimes uh will forte tells gus to go get some eggs uh which he does and then comes back to a corpse basically and but they never show what he did with the corpse he buried um did he yeah that's the that's the grave that uh the other dude sees later on that he pulls the glasses off of in the comic books, they they show him bury his dad. No, he, he buries his dad right next to Mama. Like there's uh, two lumps out there now with with uh, what you call it. Depressing. But there is no and so like literally right after that, there's of course the montage of he has to live on his own now, and it shows how he's getting along with living on his own, uh, taking swigs of syrup from time to time, <laughs> uh, cutting down uh, you know firewood, making uh, fake stuffed bodies. Uh, to represent, I guess, another living person that he can have dinner with, you know. Yeah, it's his Wilson. Um, and then he's fighting like snowmen, like he's like he's training, training or something. Montage. What? Okay. I'm like, I mean, if, it's... if we don't get some aggressive, offensive use of these antlers, if this kid does not gore somebody with an antler, I swear to God. The most he does, because on one of his birthdays, that when his dad is alive, one of his birthdays, his dad gives him the slingshot. So the most he does in the comic books is he practices a lot with that slingshot, shooting uh, fake wooden people that he created. So I guess this is a little more expanded upon, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. He doesn't make any stuffed animals to talk to and tell them, hey, you protect this, you protect that. Like, no, the kid is is Bear grills in the in the forest is what he is it's just a matter of time before he starts drinking his own urine i mean who says he does it already that's yeah, just the know. thing what do you really uh, think is in those syrup bottles that's that's disgusting why is it thick like that? that's disgusting he's very malnourished aaron and <laughs> that's dehydrated terrible. that is horrible um but you see gus having a little frustration and like i can't do all this stuff yeah my drill breaks trying to get sap from a tree my plants aren't growing well i'm getting upset i try to push up a a bunch of supplies up the hill it just slides down i'm mad and he has a little he has a little temper tantrum and he burns down the crops (laughs) he He sets fire to apparently uh, he apparently had the most controlled fire in the history of wildfires yeah because i mean it was in a metal thing it no, was in the metal barrel. It said a metal barrel. It was a wooden planter. No, no, no. I'm literally looking at it right now. It's in a steel drum. It's ter- terrible. It's, they cut a steel drum in half, and he plants stuff inside of it. Still stupid. So it's Still controlled. Stupid. Controlled. No. It's controlled. It's controlled. Burns it doesn't start friends. forest fires. What would have started the forest fires is him adding all this stuff to the fire, <laughs> like the wooden animals that he keeps just tossing on there, falling off the side, and then the the piece of felt dog uh, oh my that god he had. that hurt my soul he got a gift from his dad that it was a doll that was shaped like a dog no it wasn't i don't made... know how he figured out that that thing's supposed to be a dog little wiener dog what are you talking no. about that thing and was he, like an eel he named it dog and 
this was kind of Gus being like, hey, I'm not a kid anymore. Let's throw this away, you know? Because his dad would never explain things to him because he'd always be like, you're too young. Too little. He's talk too little. He was like, I'll explain when you're bigger type of stuff. So, you know, it was kind of a, hey, I'm not a kid. Let's throw this away. But then he immediately just kind of snatches it out of the fire. <laughs> and, and it has and no fire damage. That thing sat in I, there for a minute and it had no fire damage. He was, hey, he was quick with it. He was no, quick he wasn't. It. That's what it I was. watched. He sat there and watched it burn. But what happened was he broke one of the rules that his dad set for him was to never set a fire in the daytime. Because when you set a fire in the daytime, it's easier for people it. to see. Yeah. So um, he's he's still all by himself and he's like, okay, you know, whatever. But he's, for some reason, he starts whipping out these maps that were drawn by him and his, are his dad. And um, this is when I figured out that Gus is dumb. Gus is a dumb is kid. Because he's, it took him a year, a year to figure out the map that says, look here. Yes. But dumb. why would he ever have a reason to do it, though? Why wouldn't you? You have literally nothing else in your life. He has crops to plant. He has no. sap to get. He has he has to make sure the 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 rocks get up to the house. Stupid. Like there's a lot of things that are like preoccupying this kid. After I could imagine, like I would be fine with that. But they're like by the next year, I was like, this kid's an idiot. Wow, he's ten years he's old. No excuse. Gus is trying. So in the I comic books, they don't. I don't. I don't know if they just. Uh, I think they. I think he's twelve. So it's only like two years difference. It's not. It's not bad. Um, I wonder why make him younger. I don't know because they. The only reason I. Only reason why I know he's twelve in the comic books is because of the old. The time that they let out with the sick and mm -hmm. how old he is and stuff like that. Um. So um. Gus finds the map. Finds out where his dad buried that. Uh, that box that we talked about earlier that had some information that Gus and wasn't big enough to know. dollars in cash. Yeah, man, that's the supply. You got to keep that supply uh, safe. No 12 bucks caps. when the economy he comes back, plan. that'll be worth, that'll be worth, uh, I don't know, 10 times as much. Who or knows? Cents. <laughs> uh, but for some reason, he also kept, um, so he keeps the money in there, his credit cards in there, a picture of his late wife. Um, which again, in the comics, we never see this woman. She is literally a heel in the ground. To be fair, we don't really know that she's the wife. They didn't. He never said who she was. Well, that some could woman. Be a twist. I, I I I hope it is because. <laughs> um, but he also finds a flyer in there about a preserve or or a like a. What is it, like Love a that they're house? calling it like a wildlife preserve. Hilarious. But that's from the comic books. Yeah. That's also from the comic books. Yeah, they call it a preserve in there as well. Yeah, it's that was early early on in the in the episode when like a plane goes overhead and it drops these propaganda flyers all over the place. Yeah. And I'm like, and that is know. that is bait to lure these things in and and kill them. A, I a thousand percent it it would I would think the same thing. So like why did he uh, keep one? If they're just throwing them from the sky like that and stuff like that but uh, there's no there's no there's no flyers or anything like that there's no mention of a preserve the, gus doesn't know anything um he is very secluded in this this forest um 
but he he takes it upon himself to be like, okay, on the bottom of this picture of this woman, it says Colorado. It says R-R. I've seen Colorado. Yeah. What is RR? Because I didn't I have get no that. Idea. Yeah, there there's there's no there's nothing like that in the, the source material. So I don't know. This is this is brand new. But apparently he's seen that word before because it's on this map that his dad has. So he goes, pulls out the map, and he's like, this woman must be in this location. Let me go there. That's the dumbest thing. I think I said at the same time, I was like, oh, yeah, I always write the location of a photo physically on the photograph. Yeah, that that was was stupid. Like, and then she looks like she's at a baseball game, maybe? I thought she was at a baseball game. I don't know. No, because there's like, it's like an incline of people above, like behind her. So she's like at a concert or a a game or something like that. I'm not sure. But um, then you get like a quick montage of him packing up and then learning how to make a raft by floating wood in in the tub. Which is then immediately abandoned. And then he's like sitting and pondering. "Mm, Yes, buoyancy. I get it. Like, really? Okay. (laughs) Mm, Density. Yeah. Mm, I got it. Got it all. And then he just writes my raft in his notebook. <laughs> and then that's it. So kid is a shit artist too. Keeps coming up. Wow. Wow. He's 10. Notes. He hasn't He's seen any other time. He hasn't seen any other source material on how to draw <laughs> and stuff like that. But he can see real life around him. Here's the dumb part. So when he's all set up to go and he gets his little uh, push cart and he goes out there he gets to the edge of the forest where the, the fence is, um, and he sees a candy bar. <laughs> I called it immediately. I was like, that's bait. Sees a candy bar, picks it up, gives it a sniff, and is like, mm, this is good. Opens it up, eats it. There's another candy bar up there. Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah, let me go and let me go and snatch this one up. So he goes and he tries to reach for it. And it gets away from him. Almost got it. <laughs> yeah, almost got it. And he's like, yeah, "Oh crap! Where did where to go? Where to go?" And an arrow comes whizzing out of the out of the trees, almost spearing him. And you see, it's hunters. You know, it's a hunter. He's like, "Hey, I saw you. I'm I'm uh you know coming to get you." So Gus hides, pulls out his weapon, which is just a slingshot, and he's getting ready to shoot. And he gets caught from the side by another hunter. Um, by the antlers. We, by the antlers, yes. And, and that's that's kind of how it happens. Uh, a little little different, though, uh, which I kind of wish they, they did this in the, in the thing. Um, so all the times that he sees those deer early on, that's, this is the first time he actually sees the deer in the comic books is when he's, ah. you know, going to the edge of the, the, the forest. And he gets right to the gate. By the way, they're right next to a highway Hilarious. as well. So in the comic books, there's a fence, there's a little bit of patch of grass, and then there's a full-blown highway <laughs> right next to him. Imagine like I-80, he... like eight, eight uh, lanes wide. Yes. Like, well, no, it's, it's more like, uh, what is it? Five, yeah. two lanes. It's like that. But so when he gets there, a deer comes out of nowhere and he sees it for the first time. And he's like, oh, you're like me. You have antlers. And, you know, and it's literally, oh, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and he <laughs> reaches for it. He reaches for it and blam, arrow into the <laughs> neck of this freaking 
deer and he is just like the deer's eyes are open and he catches the eyes like just like as it's going down Damn. and blood is squirting all over the place and he runs and hides and then the hunters come out and is like we got one and they're like did you see the the little deer that was with it and he's like what <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about and then he catches a a rock to the back of the head because he uses slingshot and then they catch him um and like and, and pull him or whatever so the the hunters in the show they catch him and they'll they, they talk about where they should take him they're like oh we should turn this into the lab and he's like no we should take him east and get more money for him yeah what the fuck's um, that east i don't know i don't know what's east i have no idea what's east mm-hmm. um but out of nowhere you hear a, a, a gigantic blam and one of the one of the hunters goes flying back. Very um, dramatic. Very dramatic. The bullet comes out of nowhere. And I don't know if you noticed this, uh, but there's a silencer on the gun. There is. But it was one of the loudest bangs <laughs> ever. Like I'm like, okay, like what's the silencer for then, my guy? If if you're just blasting stuff. I did um, notice we're going full Disney with the violence. We're doing Disney violence where they're dying, but there's not a drop of blood. None. Because in the comic book, it's a headshot. He's in front of Gus's face trying to figure out where he came from and all that type of stuff. And he gets shot right in the head and blood sprays on Gus. Perfect. Like all in his face. And then the other hunter is like, oh, my God. And then <laughs> the dude comes in and is like, ain't no God here. And he has his rifle in his hand. And that's like a culture shock to, to Gus. Like, Damn. I've just seen two different things die. <laughs> like, <laughs> instantly. And what is going on? No God. Yes. So what what is what am I going to do? But we get the, the introduction of a character, which they Dracula's previously... Dra- really? Yeah, that's, from, from the Dracula that's show. He... I know you said Game of Thrones. I was like, I totally forgot he was in that. I always remember him from the Dracula show that got canceled way too soon. I didn't know he was in that. It's really good. Um, oh, well, okay. So <laughs> the character we're talking about, his name, uh, the actor's name is Nanzo An- Anozi, I believe. Anazi. They call him Batman. Uh, but he's, he's, yeah, the, he's a big, the big man, uh, kind of Gus refers to him as, um, but he comes and he, Promptly kills both of these these hunters. Yes, he does. Uh, off screen for one, and then you know the other shot for the other one. And they kept it they kept it the same as the comic because in the comic book he kills both of them. Um, and even the one that's like, oh, we can share them. He says that in the comic book as well. He's like, oh, we can share this one. We can share this one. And he he kills the dude. He was like, oh, he asks him first. He was like, are you by yourself or is it only you two? And the dude's like, yeah, it's just me and, it's, well, I mean, he's gone, you know, so it's just me and you now. And he's like, good. And then he kills the other guy. Attaboy. Um, and Gus runs away as, like, he should and um, runs back to his house. He hides in his spot. In the comic book, he just hides under the bed. Um, but you caught his name early on, right? Whose name? The the big guy's name. They said his name early on in the in the, the no, show all i caught was uh gus calling him batman so early on the show when you were with dr singh in the tv in the background you see oh that was him 
you see him in player. the background. Yes, yeah. he's in the background. Jeopard. So that was a little bit of exposition that they didn't um that they they tell you later on in the story in the comic books, but they gave it to you like right here and now mm-hmm. in the beginning for some okay. reason. I was wondering why I was like, clearly when you see a name like that, you're like, that is either an illusion for fans to notice or something that like I'm supposed to notice and remember later on. So like it caught my eye. And then the fact that his yeah. last name was Jepper didn't make any sense to me. So why, why wouldn't that make any it's sense? It's a weird name. Jeopard. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's a weird name. <laughs> it stood uh, out. I don't think it's a spoiler per se. I guess this is the way they they portray him being tough. Like he's a football player. He's a he's a big burly guy. Yeah. Um in the comic books, he's a hockey player is what it is. Why was that an important distinction to make? They were like, "You know what? We don't like hockey players in America." Well, we're not I'm going to guess I'm going to guess cuz he's black. Because in the comic he's a white guy. He's just a big white guy. Why does changing his race mean changing the sport? How many black hockey players do you know? Does it matter? It doesn't, but to digest for viewers, I'm guessing they're like, like, you know what? I can buy buy the hybrid children. You know what I can't swallow? It's a a black black hockey player. player. I draw the fucking line at a black hockey player. No. Exactly. (laughs) So that's why when I saw that and I saw Tommy Jeppard, football player or whatever, I was like, okay, what? Why is he a? Why couldn't he be a hockey player? That makes sense, and it's actually might have some ramifications later on in the show. Does he in the like season? A hockey stick as a weapon? No, that he never. It never goes that, but it might have some ramifications. We'll see. I don't know if they're going to actually an play ice skating it. Scene. <sighs> Terrible. Um, <laughs> So, okay, so he killed both of them. He follows them back to, he follows um, Gus back to his his hideout, his, his, his cabin in the woods. Gus goes through this quick, like, trap setup thing, which his, is terrible. Kevin McAllister home alone puts out some marbles so that don't bad. do anything. Nothing at all. He drops a, a dummy in from the ceiling as if that's supposed to be like, oh, there's a grown man in here. You got to get away. Um, I wanted him to at least, like, you know when, like, you kind of slip a little bit and you, like, catch yourself real quick? I wanted at least that from the marbles. No, he didn't need none of that. <laughs> we didn't need any of the slapstick comedy to where he's, like, accidentally, like, slipping and the feet go quickly, quickly, All quickly. No. Flat on no. the back. No. We didn't need any of that. I did. When he get, I mean, so these scenes are kind of similar. You know, when he finds him in the cabin, he kind of tells him, he is like, you know, how long you been here? Where's your parents? He does the interrogation scene, same stuff. So it's it's all the same. Um, Gus thinks he's a bad man, though, you know, because yeah. that's what his dad has told him. Hey, everything is, be racist. is bad outside of this cabin. He didn't teach him to be racist. He just <laughs> told him everything is bad outside this place. So um, when Gus um, finally... I know calms down a little. Um, he asks him, "Where's Colorado?" Because that's still on Gus's mind. I need to go to Colorado, find this this woman that's in a box. Um, and Jeopard is like, "No, you you need to stay here. There are yeah. hunters out there. They will come for you, and they will kill you." 
Um, that's not how he is in the comic books. In the comic books, he's the one that tells Gus about the preserve. He's like, there's a preserve ah. for you, for your kind. I can take you there. And then Gus is like, no, Paul said, stay here. Don't go anywhere. Then Shepard's like, all right, cool. I'm out. <laughs> and he just, he bounces. But this Colorado storyline, this is all new. I don't know. Telling you, what, road trip what, buddy comedy. I don't know what that, but it it it's a it's in a way it is a road trip thing because Jeopard's like I'm gonna take you to this preserve, so like they get to the end point the same way. Of Gus is like looking around. He's like, this man fixed my my pipes. Gross. This man helped me with uh, some tactics on growing things. Like, hey, you might want to. Uh, swap out the the. the he said, the "Ease up on the nitrogen to a ten-year-old." Like that was gonna mean anything. I mean, Gus isn't a fool in um in the comic books. Like he knows these type of things. He knows how to take care of himself. And then there's another thing that I don't know if you caught on when they when they when everybody that's not his dad finds Gus um, that he can talk. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, so that's like I don't a, know if that's... they're out in the real world, like treating these kids like animals. Uh, but yeah, they're all pretty surprised that Gus can talk and that he's bigger and that. So like I don't know because they mentioned um in like the early exposition that parents were suing hospitals for the quote unquote harsh testing of these kids. So I was like, I don't know if you're just sticking them all in labs and like not treating them like humans. I don't know what's going on here, but everybody seems real concerned with the fact that this kid is. A person hmm. i don't know we'll have to see mm -hmm. see what they what mm -hmm. they do um but he gets a little more trusting of of jeopard when jeopard gives him all this information on how to survive basically um don't know where that came from jeopard doesn't know crap about farming or anything like that he's a man that uh is kind of just a a jock basically jocks and know things and but I'm talking about in the comic books. I'm not saying that they can't, but in the comic books, he's like kids in danger. I shot these two. There's a preserve I can take you to. And you want to go? No. All right, I'm out. So, um, in in the show though, he kind of warms up to the idea that maybe everybody out there isn't a bad man, you know, like mm -hmm. Daddy said. So let me go catch, you know catch the big man abandons and, and all his plans all of his past he does yeah well he he's he he suits up with a couple of things he takes dog he and he takes uh he like puts a couple things on a belt and then he takes off and it's there there's you know that's that's what he can carry basically like in the comics it's the same thing he kind of gets just a backpack of stuff and he straps it on and he runs after jeopard um but if i can if I can show you the the distance that he runs in the show, <laughs> he goes clear across the U.S. to catch up to to Jeopard, <laughs> and I'm like, what? No, Jeopard is not that far. Remember, I told you they're right next to a highway. Yeah. So he just goes out to the edge of the thing, and Jeopard is on the highway still. He's he's gearing up. That's the other thing that's different. Jeopard has a horse. Um that of he's traveling he on. So he basically just catches him up and is like, uh, you know, 
take me take me with you. So Jeopard's not far away. Um, I sent you a picture of kind of like the distance in the comic books that they show. There's no spoilers in that, so you can see that one. But it's really oh, he's just literally right there. He's just right there. <laughs> so like they all all that whole action sequence where the deer gets shot. That's a shitty and fence the two too. Get, and the two, yeah, it's a small fence. So like this big, you know, wildlife preserve uh, fence that's around the entire Yellowstone. That's not, you know, it's just a small fence, but it's just kind of a testament to how much the dad told him, you don't cross that fence. Mm -hmm. Like, don't, you know, you can literally just hop over it or whatever. So he runs, <laughs> he runs all the way through these fields and these forests and all this type of crap to catch up to the big man. And they do this dramatic scene with the music and everything like that. Um, where he climbs up on like this this cliffside and he yells down to the valley take me and like echoes and all this type of stuff no and then all no. these come out of the woodwork and they're like oh what's that exactly exactly don't make all this noise i just told you there are people out there trying to kill you why are you yelling why are you yelling this right is now? also okay when was this comic book published this was in the 2000 something like 2000. Okay. Uh, I want to say like maybe 2009 publication, okay. 2009. Was that slowly and then all at once line in the comic or did they add that for the show? Added that for the show. One added of the writers the show. is a huge John Green fan because that is straight up a John Green line from The Fault in Our Stars. And it's like not even one that you're like, oh, maybe some do work. It's I it's like the iconic line from that book. Why? Okay. So is Why? it like like written on the back of the book, maybe? Like uh, one of those type of things? No, no. It's it's but like the line is about because you know the Fault in Our Stars is like a uh, uh like a love story between these two kids. But the line is yeah. um she fell in love the way you fall asleep, slowly and then all at once. And then the line in the show was that, like, he broke his dad's rules slowly and then all at once. And yeah. the fact that the male character in The Fault in Our Stars is named Gus, I'm like, somebody was being clever here. Well, when was The Fault in Our Stars uh, made? 2012. But clearly, if they just, yeah. they just wrote it for the... You just said it's not in the in the comic. I'm just saying, maybe, so maybe the, somebody, somebody got... One of the uh, writers on maybe. the show is a, is a John Green fan. So shout out to whoever that was. Um, so just to give you kind of a little background on kind of the motivations, um, so Jeopard in the show, or Jeopard in the comic books, um, is inspired, and you'll never get this from the freaking, um, the, the show is what I'm going to just guess. Jeopard is inspired by Frank Castle. Incredible. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Amazing. that's where... That's his whole personality in the comic books. He's Frank Castle. So, oh, Netflix doesn't have the rights to use that anymore. No, they don't. But so, like when I when I initially saw this and I saw the 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 trailer, I was like, okay, cool. We're we're gonna go here. And then I heard the music, and I was like, Ugh, that music doesn't feel like it goes with the story and what they're gonna be yeah, doing. Yeah, it does. It's nice. Mm, it's nice. No, now don't it's get a nice me wrong. Indie bop. Don't get me wrong. This is a coming of age story. 
you know but there's it's it's gritty like it's 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 a it's it's a gritty story and and what Can they're you be doing and bloodless no because gritty literally <laughs> you can't spell you can't spell gritty without blood like it's impossible i think you're spelling it wrong no, I'm, 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 I'm right on this one. I'm right on this one. And I, I've spelt it before. Uh, so I just wanted to give you that. Jepper's character was designed to be like Frank Castle. Love that. So I don't know what they're going to do in this show. I don't know why this Disney thing. And then literally at the end, like at the end of the, the, the scene, you know, where he yells down, take me with you in the comic books. It's the same thing. He runs to the edge of the, the forest and he's like, I don't want to be alone anymore. Uh, you know, take me with you or whatever. And um, he's like, you know, dad is gone. Mama's gone. It's just me and the big man now. And they ride off into the, you know, sunset or whatever, you know, because they're, they're going wherever they're going. Um, okay. But yeah, and that's how they, so we are literally on the first, uh, like the first and a little bit of the second, because he actually leaves with them on the second comic book. Um, how so many issues? That, that's is where it? we're at. There are forty issues. Okay. In all. And do you think they're there doing the whole issues. the whole thing for the show? I do not know because the trailer really seems to leave some some key stuff out, um, and seems to replace stuff. So I I don't know, and we're only getting eight episodes. So I. I I'm kind of iffy on what we're going to do. I, I, but so far, we're going in the right direction. Okay. The, only major, right. the only major difference is, of course, the hyper-religious father and the, um, the Colorado storyline. Like, in, in the comics, they're supposed to go to the preserve. That's where, that's where they're headed. Um, is the preserve not in Colorado? The preserve is in Nebraska. They're, the whole thing, I think, takes place in Nebraska. Well, maybe they're just putting the preserve in Colorado. Yeah, not yeah, because the the creator's from Canada. That's right. And he said the the parts of Nebraska that he wrote the story about reminds him of his childhood, you know, uh, home. Depressing. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's yeah. Well, you want to go watch what episode do you, what do you two? Think? Oh, what do I? I want to know what you think so far. I yeah, think? I want to know what you think so far. It's interesting. I'm confused. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know because it definitely kind of reads like the aesthetic and the music and the color palette all makes me think like one thing, and then the whole dead father pandemic makes me think a very different thing. So I don't really know okay. what I think yet. I don't know what direction we're going here. Well, the second episode will definitely be more telling to me because... Yeah, we've had our introduction. We'll we've had our, yeah, we've you know, had our exposition. Yeah. Uh, let's mm-hmm. get into it. All right. Well, we're about to go watch the second episode. Uh, and we will be back with uh, more Gus Watch uh, later.